Welcome, Anime Lily fans. How are you guys doing? This is Legendary Bash, and we're about to start our Shonen Ronin show, episode 35, where we're covering my hair getting me a black clover and an announcement about that. And then done luck, there's no JJK today. And what else other series we'll be talking about on today's weekly Shonen Jump issue 15? We'll see, discuss, and see. So let's talk about and see what we'll be breaking down first. And who's with me here today is the prince himself, the son of Dark Side. How you doing, Abe? It's been a while. Yes, sir. Hi. What's good? What's good, everybody? Good morning. Happy Sunday. Happy daylight saving time. For all those who are working today, hopefully you didn't get caught up. Um, for all those who are off today, hopefully you got enough sleep despite the mm. time change and you have a pretty chill day. Um, but yeah, we we cool and we grind and glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, Abe. It's always a pleasure to have you and glad to have you back. It's been a while. So... Without a further ado, let's give the quick announcement that most people are wondering. And if you don't follow us on Twitter on the Animate Ailey main account, you should because we did ask a question there a couple of days ago that the crew has been feeling like we should swap out Black Clover, the manga coverage. As a weekly or bi-weekly or as a review structure, it doesn't go well. Um, as a team way to break it down the whole series, it doesn't feel like it's time productive to always break down Black Crow when sometimes it's just a lot of fight chapters and a lot of hype moments, but it's not something that you could break down like GGK or like My Hero or like Undownload with the rules and other stuff going on in those series. So today will be the last time we'll be covering Black Clover as of now for this last chapter that we will be covering 326, I believe, will be the last one we'll be covering today. So um, some options to cover is Sakamoto Days, Elusive Samurai, Mission Jessica Family, and Ayashiman. Those are um, the ones that a lot of people have discussed and I've seen on timeline that people want us to, to talk about. But it's also on you guys to chat what you guys want us to talk about, what series you guys want us to break down. Um, I know Abe gave, I know you gave it to Elusive Samurai, Marvel go to mission is a cool family so if you guys want us to choose one or choose two it depends on how we feel but write down the comment section down below or write in the in the live chat for sure right Abe? Or hit Any us thoughts? up on twitter or follow us i mean just go to anime lately on twitter and um let us know if uh your thoughts um it's no shade to black clover it's just you know with the chapters um being so short and some chapters not really having movement, don't want to consistently cover something that, you know, we don't always have something to talk about, really, aside from like, yeah, we like that chapter. It was cool to see that. Um, and we're definitely entering the final phase of Black Clover. So um, it's ideal for us to just prepare for a new uh, project to cover. So definitely check us out on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in the comment section below. Let us know which uh, shonen mangas or, you know, well, which shonen uh, mangas in general you would like us to cover? Uh, we're open really to anything as long as it's good, you know. Um, so we appreciate all of you guys for rocking with us for so long. And for all the Black Clover fans, don't fret, don't fret. Um, we'll probably do something when it finally concludes because we do have Black Clover fans on this podcast. Um, I am one of them. I am a fan of Black Clover. You know, Damn. No doubt. Um, but, you know, Times, times change. 
new material needs to get covered, stuff gets rotated out. So definitely check us out. Let us know your thoughts. We appreciate it. Agree. And I couldn't have not said it better myself. I just put a poll um, on the community tab because I forgot you could do that. So for the live people that are here right now, go check and vote there right now. So that'd be greatly appreciated. But let's jump into our last coverage of Black Clover Chapter 326. How are we feeling about this chapter, Abe? It's been a while since you have talk about Black Clover. Yeah. And you, just quickly, <laughs> you just quickly binge it. So what did you think that since January, we're almost at the same spot since we left? Did we? Did we? Because uh, I know I've done one other Shonen Ronin episode this year. Did we talk about Black Clover now? Um, it was on break that week. Oh, okay. So I haven't talked about Black Clover in like four or five months. <laughs> I've been MIA that long. Um, you know, uh, so I, I've been about three or four chapters behind recently. And uh, I got caught up. Again, you, like I said before, it seems like we're entering that final phase. This is the big battle versus Lucifero. You know, we have Yami, we have um, Notch, uh, we have Asa, we have, uh, you know, all fighting. And I mean, there's not really much to say other other than I'm, I'm curious to see how this all concludes, you know? But even then, it's kind of, you can predict, you can hypothesize how it will conclude with, of course, a victory. Um, and the way that Black Clover runs, I can't really expect any major losses, uh, even though this recent chapter ended with both Nasha and Yami getting stabbed through like their midsection. Um, but hey, we have healing magic from, from a couple of people. We have restoration magic. So I ain't really too pressed about them. It, it, it <laughs> I highly doubt Tabitha would be like, yo, we kidnapped Yami. He nearly died. We gave him power. He, he was flooded with new strength, you know, especially when Notch and uh, Yami comboed up and uh, Notch said that shadows do breed darkness or darkness breeds shadows. I, I forget. I switched, switched which, the order around. Which, um, that was that a dope was, line. Yeah, it was. I was like, because, I mean, it was shadow magic and dark magic. That was actually, I think, was that the title of the chapter? Shadow magic and dark magic? I forget. That was probably the um, last chapter, but yeah. Yeah, not this week, but the week before, I believe. Um, I don't know. When you binge stuff, it all flows together, right? Yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm pleased. I'm, I'm pleased to see a conclusion. You know, I, I always want to... I'm always interested to see how the mangaka decides to end their project, you know, especially after it's been running for so long. Yeah. So it was, it was a cool chapter. It was an enjoyable region, enjoyable binge. Definitely a more enjoyable binge than week to week. For me, with this chapter, um, I I do gotta give props to the lead cover page. Dope as hell because that was a nice lead cover page. Nag, Asta, and for you know, look really dope in all their fit right there. Um, the the one panel that kind of shocked me is the page four and five into this chapter because it was a demon that's just been hanging around the whole time actually mm-hmm. actually gave a facial expression that she was shocked. So it's like, okay, so they they were underestimating these humans and now that they actually did something, she actually gave a facial expression. Like, will she actually jump in next chapter and do something? Or was she just actually shook? Like, oh, just something happened, some excitement. But maybe that was just a one-time thing. But what I'm curious about for next week chapter, um, 
like next like next couple of chapters is that's been going on this whole time. Asta and Felipe did a whole type of whole type of movement, like, hey bro, you're not alone. It's us. Let's go together, brother. You know, let's, you know, let's go and face against our boy Lucifer. And then he stopped the sword and just said, like, yo, you how dare you kill my partner's mom? So like that was a dope ending. But at the same time, it's like, that was about it. Yeah, really. So, <laughs> you know, like, honestly, to me, and, and again, it's no disrespect. Uh, there, are, there are people who, who eat, breathe, study um, uh, Black Clover. And, you know, they probably have so much more to say. But for me, it's just like, all right, you know, how are you going to conclude? That's really, that's, that's the only major question now. How are you going to conclude? And until we see that, it's just rock, rolling with it. And I'll probably go back to letting chapters build and binge it. Um, but <laughs> there's really nothing more I can say about Black Clover. Uh, Bash, I don't know if there's anything more you can say about Black Clover, but, you know. I can't say much other than, other, other than what Dylan said in the chat. He said that he has five horns now instead of four horns. But I'm like, is that really going to make a difference for him to do something against Lucifer of him, of him evolving into his devil union form more, but his form should be done by now because he could have only done it for two minutes. So those two minutes should be done, done by now, but it depends that if he has that fifth horn, does he mean that he just reset mean, it or wait, does he have doing, it? Who has um, the fifth horn Lucifer or, or Asta, Asta because because oh Asta okay, okay. has a fifth horn now here. So okay. I think before he had two two here, now he has a fifth one coming out of his forehead. Yeah, I mean you know it, it is a shonen manga, so he'll probably get another power up. We um so it will likely mean something, but <laughs> you know that is very true. So other than that, that's about all our thoughts for this Black Clover chapter. It's Black Clover all and the lady. Um, uh, if you're asking why, short short version, we said it in the beginning of the show. We want to discuss other series that have more stuff that we could break down and discuss other than other than just talking about for five minutes or two minutes and not having the whole team, you know, just read it. You know, Sam, he doesn't read it yet either. So it's kind of hard where the whole team don't really have a have a whole conversation about it. So it's very tough. And was didn't say if you look at the timers up and you can see it's and you can see his normal clothes showing up. Yeah, exactly that. So. It just depends of what's gonna happen with Asta next. So vote vote above in the chat if you're here on the live stream because you could actually tell us what type of series you're actually probably looking forward for us to replace Black Clover. All right, so let's tackle Undead Unluck chapter 102 and maybe a bit more since um it just cut up a bit. So maybe you could give your thoughts on what you've been thinking about Undead Unluck in these recent chapters. Well, uh Another another property that seems like either we're going into the final conclusion or, you know, we're at least ending an arc. Because who knows, maybe um, we might get a similar treatment to Undead Unluck as we did um, with Chainsaw Man, where there was like a huge part one and we're waiting on part two that's supposed to drop, I think. In spring. This spring, yeah. Yeah, in um, the end of spring or the beginning of summer. Yeah, so... 
you know, maybe that's the role we're going to get with Undead Unluck, or we really are heading into the final confrontation, because at the end of the day, you're, <laughs> you're now, like, your ultimate, the final boss is God himself, apparently, or herself. Um, so I, I liked what I was saying from this. Of course, Andy is trying to rescue uh, and save Puko, find out more information. And we're facing Umas who govern, who are, represent the rules that govern the natural world. Um, you know, with the, with the chapters, for example, before Uma Galaxy was brought up, there were no stars, there were no constellations, there was, a, there was not a name for anything like that. Mm-hmm. Earth was the sole planet in the universe. Then Uma Galaxy got added to give all that life. Um, you know, when Andy fought Uma Thirst, nobody was thirsty anymore. It went from, oh, wait, my, my mouth was, my throat was dry, you know, a while ago, but it's gone now. It's like, all right. There was well, some yeah. simps out here. It, it was just, I mean, look, look. But I was just like, <laughs> you know, this all makes sense. If you're going to kill these rules, there's going to be implications. For example, Uma Insect was killed. Entire terrains changed. Everybody and their mama knows that insects are crucial to just the maintenance and, yeah, <laughs> and sadly. crucial to life. Know, I wish they all died. <laughs> yeah, as much as people may, we may not like insects, you know, creepy crawlies, all that, they are crucial to our ecosystem. Sadly. So killing that, but ultimately, what did Andy say? That all doesn't matter if the world is supposed to end anyway. You know, like, fuck the rules, let's go. And that prompted God to actually like, <laughs> or the uh, rep- the emissary of God to yeah. pull up Julius and be like, stop that man. He's fucking up the world right now. And we even got dialogue from God himself. Yes, was that like, is true. Oh. He was like, yo, not you playing with my playing in my sandbox like this. I want to enjoy this show a bit more. What you doing over here? So let me send regulations. And it is the first time we've seen <laughs> such a character like this because his we're used to when characters like this are introduced we're used to them being like unsomething nah this man's name is straight seal like i am here just to to wrap you up to to take you out the paint because you fucking up the sandbox right now um so i'm interested to see how this final battle goes you're in like this low-key lose-lose situation right yeah. You know, you can either go about, this is the hundredth loop, right? You can either go about going through the loop again, which means that you have no free will. Your life doesn't really amount to much. You're on a predetermined path and you're forced to stay there. Or you can be like, fuck all that. I want, <laughs> you don't owe me. You don't tie me down. You don't control me. Like you're not, you're not the end all be all, you know? can't determine how I live my life, who I get to love, how how I get to move. And so um definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to the next few chapters uh of, of regarding all of this to be real. For me, I have to agree 100 percent because what was interesting in this chapter was the first page itself when God himself said not even our boy Victor had the gall to do something so foolish. So it just makes me ask more questions that what did Victor and Joey's do these past these past hundred loops that they failed to actually do some damage or hurt against God that only Andy could actually do. So to actually throw this whole world, this whole planet off balance. 
So it just it so it just makes it very curious to know that how much did Andy and plus Fulco change this whole timeline, they change this whole this whole trajectory of what they did. It's just because of these two people. So it shows that it is it is the key is the key importance of Fulco and Andy that changes the whole thing. And that's what I love about Joey's enough that they knew it was them. God himself, like you said, sent sent somebody to represent God. And it and their name is sealed, where it literally sealed up all the other Umas, the fire, the shield, the time, um, or the gun, or the gun person, whatever that is in page six and seven. And the way that the seal thought they could have done it was to seal the heart. But then they say, okay, you you are very different compared to the other humans. So it seems I have to seal you myself with the with the bandage paper. Because no lie, the seal reminds me of some type of, um, not zombie, um, it's a pharaoh. You know, a pharaoh that has the bandages around it. Oh, like a mummy? Yes, like a mummy. Like, that's that's what the seal kind of reminds me of a lot. So that character was like, not even Victor had the balls <laughs> to do something like that. And you know Victor is a I don't give a fuck type of, he don't. type of character. So the fact that not even him decided to step out and shows you just, first of all, how, how interesting not only uh, Andy is, but really, really gives you perspective as to how much Andy has changed, like you mentioned, because of uh, his involvement with Fuko. You know, we are basically to imagine that in 99 previous iterations, they never they never met up. But in the mm-hmm. hundredth, they do, and we get all of this change, all of this unprecedented uh, uh, involvement by everyone, leading to a whole faction that basically declared war on on the natural universe or i won't say natural universe because god created it all but i will say <laughs> it's very very interesting very very intriguing how that all worked out but i've been enjoying it and i look forward to it plus by the way y'all go go cop the the physical copies I, i'm yes. enjoying it i've been collecting them um, i have the first six volumes and i enjoy every single cover uh, of them so far there's six volumes already? Yeah, there's six volumes out already. Oh, damn, I just have two volumes. Wow, I I definitely missed all four. I didn't notice that. I was that behind. When when a manga drops on Amazon, like when they announce that, I pre-order that and I pre-order like as far in advance as I can. So the next, usually when you hear one volume is dropping, they'll tell you like, yeah, this is expected delivery date of the next two. So I pre-order mm. it because it's months in advance. And then as soon as the first one comes in, I go into Amazon and check, like, all right, did they have a release date for the next one? And if they do, pre-order that bitch, too. Because at the end of the day, that motherfucker going to come out, like, chapter, volume, I think I pre-ordered up until, like, volume 9 or 10. Wow. Volume 10 don't come out until, like, next April or some shit. So, hell yeah, I'm going to pre-order that bitch. <laughs> yeah, Sam has schedule numbers up to six pre-order in my account. Like, damn. damn. So oh, like, I gotta check because they didn't drop volume two, did they? Um, volume two is dropping next month. Uh, Kaiju. Okay, let me make sure I have that shit pre-ordered because that shit gonna sell out quick if I don't. I, I thought I had it, you know, 
pre-ordered in advance, but let me go make sure. No worries. Go ahead and do that. Well, I'll chat as well. Um, yes, there is no Kaiju number eight chapter happening this past Thursday. Kaiju number eight chapter is coming out this Thursday of this week. So we will be definitely talking about it for Shona Ronin episode 36. Will be Shona Ronin episode 36 be live this Friday? Perhaps, most likely not. Depending on the team schedule, most likely we'll be doing it on usually as Sunday. That's when we're all free and can make the time and can squeeze each team schedule of who can and who cannot do it. So in case you guys have in case you guys had that question, because chapters will be dropping in five days. So we'll be dropping on Friday. But maybe you guys could catch me doing like a quick small video on Twitter, on YouTube, or IG, see what's up, what happens. But also real glad I wasn't spoiling one piece this week. I wasn't spoiled, but I've been hearing the rumors in the timeline. So, and I know a writer, he told me a bit of what happened, but not too much. So sounds dope. Sounds cool. But under luck, I do want to say one last thing is that one like was still said in the end that I am sealed. I was born from the God's regulations to seal you undead. And then Andy don't look scared. He looks excited because he said something that got me intrigued been a while since i faced certain doom so like he's actually curious to see if he can actually get sealed or die from said person so his his character he looks very optimistic to see what's next because he don't know what's the next possibility that could happen for him so that's very curious and i like it but also i was going to ask you a from what we got on the first two pages is god the sun yeah, it looks like God is representing his son, which makes sense. You know? Yeah, because it makes sense that God is the son, right? Because mm-hmm. in last chapter or two chapters ago, we got Joey's talking to the moon. So it's pretty interesting, uh, like God is the son and then the moon is somebody else, but also had a conversation with Joey's and and the moon spoke to Joey's out of their own will when usually Joey's is the one that talks to them first. So it's pretty interesting of how this series has God and Moon being as gods and representations. Because they're tired of Andy's bullshit, yo. They're like, yo, Andy, can you stop? Like, we've done this 99 times. Why are you acting up now? This is the, this is the status quo. Stop being annoying. Like, just go with it. How dare you? You keep, go, you keep doing your thing, Andy. You keep being a mentor. And plus, it makes sense that the sealed guy, if you look in page four, he has the sun type of logo, the same as um as the same as the same guy that we met uh about ten chapters ago um unrip or um unspoil or something like that. His name was ruined. Unruined. Thank you. So it shows that God has his own followers, and it shows that it was definitely him. It was definitely him being a follower to God himself. Luna, aka the moon, is still shrouded with a lot of mystery. So myself, I am very curious about that. Andy and Bill, Andy and Bill, like Victor, that's something that's very obvious. But Andy has been learning to become his own person, like Victor. But with Victor, he has ninety-nine loops of years of experience. He probably has almost ten thousand years of experience of to know his own ability. For Andy, we know that he has probably less than two hundred, less than six hundred years. So. And he's never actually took the time to play around w- with his abilities. So he doesn't know too much compared to Victor. So it's very hard to compare apples and oranges 
even though there are the same person within the same body, just the just just two different personalities, right? Also, it's just because it doesn't seem that he always remembers his past lives. Like Victor has more of night of a handle on that than Andy. And Andy really don't give a fuck about that shit. Andy's just trying to die. That was his main goal. It still is his goal, but yeah. now it's got more substance to it. So, you know, again, that, that relationship between Andy and Fuko tells you just how meaningful, how impactful, not only was it to each other, but really how it affects their entire, entire planet. It's ridiculous. It, that, that, chance, that chance encounter between two people can make such fucking waves that that have very 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 uh dangerous but also maybe beneficial consequences too they've saved a, a lot of lives they've saved a lot of lives they've helped a lot of people you know achieve more than they ever have in previous iterations achieve more than they ever thought they could and um we appreciate that we appreciate the the storytelling, we appreciate the dialogue, we appreciate the relationship building between Great. all these characters, you know, because they're so they're so interesting. You, you you're taking a world and, and when it comes to just you know this is just me speaking uh, of my own experience as a fan um so it's appropriate to my fan level you know um you see all these new anime, new manga, especially when it comes to the shonen genre. And they all have power systems. And it's kind of like, all right, how do you make yours unique? How do you make yours stand out in a, in a genre where <laughs> everybody could have a sword or everybody could fight this in similar faction, in similar fashion? Uh, how do you make yours stand out? And you having negators, having umas, and and using the powers of like the natural order of things to make it so unique is it's really really dope and it's made it's what helped make Undead Unlocked very very interesting to me you know we Agreed. go back to the beginning Unconfidential you know on we even go up to recent Unruined Undead you know we got Unlocked um, we have who else we have Unstoppable we have Unmoved we have all of these really dope dope ideas that come from a simple just fact or rule of, of the natural order the natural way of, of physics and stuff like that um, those are pretty dope i enjoy undead unlock a lot and i hope that everybody else is uh enjoying it too like i said please support the support the manga and um, buy physical copies if you can this great and Plus, I would like to add also that this is the first time for a Undenlock chapter that we get a new person talking about regulations and abilities, and it's not called unsealed. There's no un with no, the just say just, just straight seal. So it's pretty interesting that this is the first time we get that. And if I'm wrong, please correct me, guys, in the chat or in the comments because from what I know that this is the first time that they use the word sealed without the unseal. You know, you know, undead um unlock stuff like that so it's pretty interesting to see that this is the first time we see that type of that type of wording because um, it's like you know where everybody else they have that un because they're a negator right yeah so seal isn't a negator 
However, he's, you know, he's, I guess, what would you call him, a regulator? Because what did he do? He just, all right. A regulator. I'm here to regulate you, you know? That's true. (laughs) It's the first time we've seen any, any entity of this type. And it tells you just how much God is like, yeah, you fucking up my son, bro. You you claim too much. I need to I need to go take care of you exclusively to deal with undead. So and I will I will say this. I don't want to um, miss this, but even in that chapter two, it was said that um, God has dealt with uh, how how do you deal with undead in general? And they showed us that image of what was it of that creature that just being pinned down by a rock, and that's how we get sealed. In the chat, they said. Volume, uh, so hold up, there's like 400 chats that I missed. Uh, yeah, presumably Andy hasn't, he hasn't existed in um, to this loop. Indeed, chapter one stood out to me, so I'm super glad it hasn't been canceled or axed. Even if the beginning Ooh. was off putting for some people, yo, it really was though, because <laughs> oh, I think I told the story before on this platform, but um. So we've uh, a former guest on Anime Lit Podcast, a black hole player, and uh, one of our um, other brothers, Tim. Those two were like, yo, Abe, you should keep Undead on Luck. And I was like, bet. It had just recently come out. And I read the first chapter, and I'm like, is this, is this an etchy-ass, you know, I ain't got nothing wrong against etchy, etchy material, but uh, I'd rather watch that than read it, you know? And so I'm like, oh, eh, this, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I think it was like the first two chapters, but they could not nah, nah, keep, you know, it, even even they themselves were like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I'm gonna keep reading because there seems to be something interesting, but like at the same time, may drop it. And I think what, after the first three, four chapters, I was like, oh, okay. okay. So that's not what the main, that's not what this is going to be about. Like them, him trying to fuck, right? And it's like, nah, it's him trying to get love, but it's like, eh, there's been enough to be like, hey, you know what? Not a bad project. Not a bad project. But definitely, those first couple chapters had me side-eyeing the shit out of this out of this series. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm actually. It's crazy because in the chat, I would have said that their arc, their arc that got them hooked, it was a Billy Betrayal arc. Really? Oh, okay. For me, on. for me, it was spoiler arc. I think it was chapter eight to sixteen, because that's that's when we saw Victor. That's when we saw Andy's ability, and that's when we saw Shen as well. And you you getting hooked at uh, Billy Betrayal? First of all, kudos to you for riding along because that was what you you had to roll what through what about 80, 70 chapters? 70 no, I think that was or ninety. <laughs> 40 or 50. 40? Oh, was a betrayal round chapter? Why it feels so recent? Okay. Because you uh, read, um, you read, you read uh, when Fuku was still with Billy and the team of Under during chapter 70 to 80-ish. Okay, that makes sense. Although that that arc right there, there was some great artwork, especially yes. the character design. Oh, well, all right, then you stuck. 40 chapters, you were a patient person and you were rewarded for it. But that betrayal was definitely a nice, uh, you know, plot twist. Um, I can call it a plot twist. Uh, I guess for me, what got me intrigued was the first 
um, negator that they came across, which was uh, Andy's ex-girlfriend, one of his ex-girlfriends. Yes. Um, that basically got them recruited into the organization. I was like, oh, okay, so there's more, we're getting more people like you, and this is very interesting. And knowing that you have to strategize, Andy had to strategize in order to beat her. Yeah. It, it was like, oh, it's not no, yeah, I'm motherfucking... I can't die. Like I could chop off my fingers and regrow my limbs and use my body parts as weapons. And instead of it just being like, all right, I can run through my opponents, it was like, oh no, we actually got to think. Like I'm actually struggling. You know, I'm crazy. not some. I'm not like some uh, un unbeatable force. You know, uh, so yeah, that's that's what really got me. Basically, the first art got me. Uh, first major story got me hooked. It's um, crazy because my. Favorite part of that chapter is not even the fight against his ex girlfriend. It was the fight. Um, it was the, it was a painting of Fuku and his ex girlfriend, and when Fuku said that she added the stars with the moon, it's because she felt like the moon was alone without without any stars. That's when you notice that this planet, this Earth that we're on, is very is very different, and there are some things missing. That's when I start to realize, like, wait. There's some shit going on. And that's when I had to reread the, the most recent past, you know, 12, 15 chapters to understand what the fuck was going on there. So I'm like, oh, Fuku is starting to notice things that are, are out of place that are supposed to be there, but are not there. And that's when I started to actually fall in love more with the series that those little things that you had to pay attention to from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these <laughs> that's that's the beauty of uh, the stuff that we read and these mangakas, these artists, these creators, is that they like to when when you finally get to a certain point, that's when you start to for some people, especially for me, that's when you start to realize like, oh, the pieces were always there. Like they always had hinted at. It's the reason why I love rewatching shows because when you rewatch a show, you start to realize that ah, oh, this is when they first mention this and it would later lead to this i fucking love that um and you know you get to i have i don't really read mangas i don't know why out of i'll rewatch a show like 50 times if i love it enough but when it comes to a manga i won't reread it but for those who do i'm sure props to you same we have the same level of enjoyment when we get to be like ah right here right here this is when they did it now now you see I can tell it. You, it just going back and reviewing is always so dope. Um, and uh, yeah, Undead Unluck is it's top tier, top tier entertainment. So it's a really good read. I feel you on that because I'm rewatching One Piece for probably the fifth or sixth time with my girl. It's her first time, but I want to reread One Piece the manga. The fact that you're talking about a thousand episodes and be like, yeah, I'm rewatching it for the fifth or sixth time is is. That's wild to me. That's dedication. No, well, <laughs> that's, I haven't. No, that's well, love. That's I have. Love. I have rewatched One Piece back when it was like 600, 400 episodes, but not as a thousand. I haven't rewatched it since then. But this is my first rewatch as a whole, and also with my lady. That's the only time I'll rewatch it. The next time I, I will rewatch the series is when I have kids. That's the next yeah. time I. That's yeah. the next time I rewatch the series. That's probably like another ten, probably another 10, 15 years. Well, hopefully, you know, depending on because of that, uh, the shenanigans that happened at Toei Animation, 
um, in regards to them being hacked and whatnot, certain properties are on indefinite hiatus. One, one piece being one of them. Take your time because the anime is close to the manga. So take they'll, your time. They'll, 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 there's no way they'll <laughs> let One Piece anime just like not exist anymore. So they'll figure it out. But it just sucks because either um, Black Hole was telling me this, either la- today, this weekend, or next weekend was supposed to be the Roof episode. Yeah, it was supposed which, to be next weekend. Which pains my heart because I stopped watching the anime um, a while ago. You know, when I'm reading the manga, if it has an anime that's also out, I usually prefer the manga over the anime, so I'll drop the anime. So I, I haven't watched One Piece since um, halfway through Whole Cake before I decided to settle in on uh, the manga and just exclusively. And I was going to go back just to watch the animation of this of the rooftop episode. And so I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. All but, right. So, yeah. Abe, cool question. Would you want to transition and talk about One Piece real quick? Because I know that we're talking about One Piece a bit. Would you want to just give you quick thoughts on this chapter? Um, no. No? The reason being, the reason being is that it's, if you're not reading One Piece, there's so much like spoilers that is going to that and and I get it we we will spoil material because we are covering it but One Piece is you know one of those controversial um, mock, uh, properties out there because people like to complain that it's too long people this that and the other and um, but shout out to all the content creators who discuss One Piece you know like Almighty Fish Mix uh, shout out to my boy over there um, who take the time to just really break down and analyze each and every fucking chapter because y'all are goaded um y'all are definitely goaded but what i will say to this to everybody who's watching us right now one piece is it's been really enjoyable to me it's not a perfect property at all oh, but it's definitely not very enjoyable. and this recent chapter has me hyped because it's like all right you've been building up to this moment for so long mention this per- person and we've always you know a lot of us have theorized we know who it is, but to finally get confirmation and the way that it ended that final panel, I'm like, I can't wait to see the next chapter and see where we go with this. And that's all I'll say on one piece. All right. Um, Alvis, because I told the chat, the last chapter I left on the manga of One Piece was chapter 970. That was the last three chapters that were left of the Odin, of the Odin flashback. But I've been like, you know, I'm, I'm in the timeline. I know what's going on a bit. So I know about the rooftop. I know about Yamato. Yeah. I know a bit what's going on. So, um, and then, and then I would say, I might want to wait a couple more chapters before I could catch up. But so my goal is this chat. My goal is this. My, me and my fiance, we, we just started Thriller Bark. And right now we're in chapter, um, we're in episode 320. So we just started Thriller Bark. My goal, if it happens, I'm planning to, to do 700 more episodes until the end of the year. I want to watch and catch up with her by the end of the year. So if I could do 700 episodes by the end, I'll be cut up to where the anime is, roughly. And then by the new year, uh, maybe start reviewing the manga again on Shona Ronin or just 
or just be cut up for myself enjoyment and see with my fiance because that's just a dope experience to watch what's currently airing with her as well so that'd be dope as well so that's my goal if it happens if not if i give in and i'm just enjoying one piece so much i could just catch up on my own and, and still rewatch it with her i could still do both but i'm trying to see how long i can hold myself with this one piece content and this binge so let's see how hold on for you the next couple need months to watch three episodes a day roughly that's what we actually do we do three to five episodes a day yeah so you'll be able to knock it out before the end of the year yeah so so far we already did 120 episodes the past three months so it's possible possible but without the one piece content conversation and undone love conversation has ended let's talk about the last coverage of the show and it's my hero academia aim how you feeling about this chapter because I've heard some people's opinions on the, on the timeline already, but I want to hear yours most importantly. How did you feel? Oh, it's a good thing I even look at the timeline. I have no idea what people are saying about this chapter. But um, in regards to the new chapter that just dropped today, <laughs> look, Shigaraki all-for-one hybrid is motherfucking a beast, honestly. It's, it's filthy. Um, and his evolution is damn, damn scary. But what I did love, and something that, of course, we were going to get in this in this big team battle is a lot of the strategizing and, com- and combo moves. First of all, we have the support class stepping up motherfucking big time, building that arena and keeping that arena functional versus someone like Shigaraki's Decay Quirk. That is top-tier construction. That is top-tier utilization of talent. That is super, super motherfucking enjoyable. Even old boy from uh, Class 1B, I forget. I keep forgetting his name, but the arrogant, loudmouth. He's basically Bakugo light, in my opinion. The, the combo with him and Aizawa and that one, uh, the other hero who, super clutch, is keeping old boy's eyes hydrated while he's, yep. he's using Aizawa's quirk is so fucking dope. You see, just these combinations of, of quirks is making for enjoyable content. But what is what I love even more than that is us dealing with Toga. I love, I love her. I love her a lot. I think she's a very interesting character. She's very um, unique because she is the same side. She's on the same side as like Ochako and and Deku of the same coin. Well, she's a different side of the same coin, is what I meant to say. And the fact that, once again, Deku's danger sense is not lighting up, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> because how how likely is it for you to meet someone who has, who is just as, I I'm trying to find the right word, because I don't want to call Toga a, a villain, mainly because her, her I sympathize. I sympathize with her character. Um, I, I understand how she I understand how she feels. I understand where she's coming from. I can see it. But you have someone as deadly as her being with who just who does it with, you know, no ill intent. She doesn't hurt people because she wants <laughs> because she hates them. <laughs> she hurts them in her quest for, for companionship and her quest for being close to someone. Of course, Danger Sense wouldn't activate 
And that makes it so dope because now it's like, all right, how much of a cheat code is an ability to like danger sense, right? You know, when you when you when you have that similar to the spidey sense, we see how it helps with Spider-Man. We see how he's able to avoid certain dangers and whatnot, but he still goes through the punishment, right? And this one, his danger sense allows him to avoid the the deadliest of, of attacks. But when you have someone like Toga, and keep in mind, y'all, Toga still got a fucking ace up her motherfucking sleep. She still has twice his blood. So whenever she pulls that out, it is you no, know, I would say it's GG's for these niggas, but like of course we know it's it's a shonen manga, it's not gonna be GG's for them, but that motherfuckers gonna be sick. They gonna be sick when they're like, wait, wait, that motherfucker's still alive? Regardless. Um, I do, I do like how this final chapter, this not final chapter, I do like how this chapter ended and Toga's saying, I just I want a boyfriend. It, it stays true to what she's been about. When we got a, a bit of her backstory, she was made to seem like as some creep because she like her her feeling of community and closeness was connected with her quirk, which was so abnormal. And, and it's the thing that we really, you know, have to consider that in a world full of quirks where, you know, the word quirk itself, in, in this case, means like a different ability. But when we use quirk, the word quirky, you know, it's like, oh, someone who's, uh, you know, kind of eccentric. Um, I don't like using the word weird because there's such a negative connotation. But saying someone is quirky is usually positive, right? So in this universe, we have quirks. Everybody has different abilities. And yet, it, it doesn't matter. You know, depending on what abilities you have determines your, your worth. And then you look at people who are like heteromorphs who don't look like human beings because that's what their quirk uh, did to them. They still get discriminated against. It's just so interesting, the social structure, the uh, social climate within this world and how it really moves people. And it's the reason why I sympathize solely with Toga. You know, I'm Team Togo all the way. She wants to kill all these motherfuckers. Go ahead, kill them all. Kill them all. I support you. You, you have every right to deal with that discrimination, that that fear, that level of disgust you had to deal with such since such a young age. Not only from from the outside world, but even from family and whatnot. It's just like, yeah, fuck it, kill them all. I would say, out of the norm, I suppose owning their weirdness in a way. Just look at my man Frankie for One Piece. He's mega quirky. <sighs> Frankie, but yeah, he's a he's a great example. He's a great example. I do agree with that. Like he owns his quirkiness. Like he just yeah. he's he's just wears an underwear and a shirt, so he just owns his quirkiness. <laughs> First time I saw him, I was like, oh, it's just I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of his design. I'm not the biggest fan of him basically turning himself into a fucking cyborg. Well, he's more machine than man at this point. Yes, hundred percent. Um, 100%. But hey, Frankie, Frankie does what he does, and he's super important. Um, but I do want to reiterate something. You know, I said like, yeah, I'm down for kill them all. He again, that doesn't mean that's her motivation. Her motivation is not to kill everybody. That's not her. It's, I support that that inevitable uh, uh, consequence of her actions. You know, if her, it does her, happen, like you support yeah, it. If it does happen, I hate I, you support, I support it. her motive. That's not her motivation. It's not her motivation to kill everybody. That is my my vision for her that's you know that's what i want for her i want her to just go on a murderous rampage um but again herself she just wants companionship and she's so fixated on deku because deku is like this this idyllic figure this this person who is 
low-key free of prejudice, who doesn't judge you based on your quirk, who's not like, oh my God, that is a disgusting ass quirk. You are sick. He's like, oh wow, this is this is interesting. You know, he was the one that always took notes. Like, oh, this is how this person uses this quirk. Oh, how many shots? Blah blah. Like, <laughs> he's a he's a bookworm. He's he's so interesting, and it, it's why she was so fixated on it. Well, Abe, in the chat they said, Ava said this man Abe rooting for Sui Orca Ochako devs. That and that's a thought. Hey, if you guys oh. haven't met Abe, Abe just likes to see death. All right, the death way is All a son of dark side. All things come to an end at some point, and death is is not the end. It is the beginning, or whatever they like to tell tell us. You know, I'm I'm just saying, Toga, do what you gotta do. I just I just can't wait to see. <laughs> I, I fully expect her to utilize Twice's blood. I can't wait to see what happens when she does. If she so, doesn't utilize it, I'm gonna be upset. That's one thing I hope to. It depends what's happening next chapter. And also, Adverse brought up something that I also thought about this chapter. That Ochako's, uh, there wasn't a reaction for her. I hope there's a reaction for next chapter. Because Toga confessed, in a way, to Deku said to be my boyfriend. And Toga confessed before Ochako. That's the thing I find funny. That both of them were trying to confess to each other way before this but they never found a chance but toga just spurred out said hey don't go izuku i love you so please don't go i'm not sure if that panel right there below was the reaction to saying toga but you like i would say what exactly do you want from me and she just said it for you to be my boyfriend i just love that her just being straight up blunt and serious Say, yo, I just want you to be my boyfriend. It's just straight and simple. That's it. Hmm. Ochako and uh, Deku Shippers about to shake their fists in the air and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not meant for you. So, I, and, and even then, um, <clears throat> this battle that we're going to get, this interaction between Ochako, Deku, and Toga is going to be so interesting because keep in mind, um, it's one of my favorite uh moments in the entire history of this manga was the conversation that Ochako and Toga had, you know, about like heroes and villains and saving people. I I really, I really, really am looking forward to, to their interactions at this point because even Ochako has realized since then it, it's it's helped, it's shaken her entire worldview, right? It's it's made her realize like, hey, I may not have this entirely understood. You know, I'm, I, I can't, I can't be so presumptuous in my, in my belief system anymore. I can't assume that, oh yeah, there's only one right way and this wrong way. And this is what I grew up on. Um, not saying that she fully sympathizes with Toga. No, her, her belief is that Toga is still someone who needs to be apprehended, still a dangerous individual, but it's not as black and white as we as we once thought. And that's the same thing that we've been learning throughout this entire, entire series. You know, the hero society is not as cut and dry. It's not as clean. It's, it's again, it's not as black and white. There's a lot of murkiness. There's a lot of gray area. And seeing people come to that realization, finally rip away that that facade of, of perfection, of, of just everything being handled. It's been so enjoyable, and that's why these these three 
and their interactions, you know, is going to be so, so, so fucking dope to, to see played out over the next, you know, chapter or however many chapters it takes. I agree, because it's going to be very intriguing of how they're going to go away for the next couple of chapters and how they're going to react and how Toga, Deku, and Ochako, both of them are going to be part of this. And I wonder if Sui, if, she, if she's going to overhear this as well, like how how is she going to react too? So that would be very intriguing. But I do want to talk about the big hand in the room, the big elephant in the room, the hands that's spreading all across the fucking dome. And Hori, I never thought expected to draw hands in such a creepy way. Cause seeing it in page one, then seeing it in page three, and then our girl, um uh our girl the rabbit, um uh, drawing blank on the name, she literally grabbed more hands. Uh, miracle. Oh uh, yeah, thank you. Miracle. She went to get more hands and a feet because it broke obviously. And it shows how well prepared they are. And she calls our boy Dynamite, hey, we formed this team, so let's get your act together. And I love how, and this is what I wanted, that if people try to use a short version of Dynamite, I love how he actually corrects people, say, yo, my name is the great explosion murder god Dynamite, and you lot got nerve to lecture me. And it's like saying, like, yo, if you're gonna if you're gonna call my name, call my name correctly. And I just love the next panel. Saying that the best genius said, you guys stay focused. I love how Mirko and Bakugo both react like, yo, you want to fight too? Like just by, just by the characters and just by the team ups, it's just some great character development with all of them and their interaction. I love it. Yeah, it, it really is dope. Um, like I said before, Shigaraki, all for one, whatever we want to call them, hybrid, is going through some intense evolution. And it made sense because they're like, yo, aren't we? Aizawa, is it, is it erasure? Like, working is, is, hey, I'm doing my job, right? Yeah, you are. This is, this is not a, this is not quirk. This is just adapting. This is evolution just playing out real quick. Because again, as they mentioned, this is not the same fight as Jaku, you know? Um, as the battle on Jaku, this when they last saw him, he was not complete. He is nearing completion. So there's a lot, a lot of things that's going to change. And again, you know, they couldn't go get Deku because if they do, you are you are being bold in your assumption that this evolution, his abilities won't spread to this honestly freakish Nico Robin-like ability he's 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 doing. They um, um in the chat they actually compare his hands to Abuma Hito, his domain expansion. He oh, okay. also okay, yeah, so that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair, fair because because I I myself also see the comparison, which is pretty interesting. I'm like, oh, I did not see it in the first place, so it makes I sense. Had caught up on One Piece beforehand, so I immediately just thought Nico. Um, but makes sense. yeah, no, it's just. Uh, it's a very bold assumption, and it's one you can't afford to make. You know, everybody has to strategize and be very intentional about what moves that they do, and um, it leaves Deku stranded. But of course, we we want that because we want this interaction. He needs Deku and Toga. We need that interaction for sure. We need that. Um, but yeah, Shigaraki is 
Shigaraki's wild. That's a wild boy, yo. That, that motherfucker is a, is, a, is a tough one. He a tough one. I'm curious to see how long can they hold out until Deku comes. Because right now, uh, Abemonoma could only hold out for five minutes with the quirk of Eraser Head. So mm-hmm. he, they only have probably three or four more minutes for them to actually hold off until Deku comes. So curious to see, because they they are already prepared to know that if all those hands gets released without the racial um, quirk, that means they could activate the whole DK. So I love how they are they are prepared for what's to come and mm-hmm. what's the possibility that if all those hands could cause DK, this whole dome is gonna fall and collapse. And it's, it's it's over. It's over. Because at that point, he can... And what's to stop him from just completely destroying the world? <laughs> at a single touch. <laughs> single touch. That's all it takes. Shigaraki a fucking that is. Is, is going to be interesting of how Deco's going to come. Because he has float. So he could technically fly over there. But it just depends of how much is... How much he's willing to use the speed and his quirk just to get over there and be useful. I mean, uh, the, we got to assume, we got to assume that it's close enough to, to use this quirk like that. And it's going to cause fatigue. You can't, you can't pull up. You can't be tired pulling up on Shigaraki like that. Oh, you can't. So, you got to be prepared. So we're going to see how, what they do to, to get him to where he needs to go. But again, the focus now is, you got a, you got a conversation to have with Soldier for we're gonna yep. see if you can you can save her, quote unquote save her, talk reason to her, just don't be super interesting. Don't be super interesting. It's gonna be pretty interesting. Oh, I'm sorry, it is pretty interesting that out of everyone that owns an aquarium, makes sense that is gang orca. Like who like the only person that actually owns an aquarium is the is the guy that actually has to live or be the strongest in water. I'm so happy to see him again because you know when we first saw he's him, an orca, it makes sense to be yeah. useful. Well, we first saw him ages ago, yeah, basically years ago. I was like, oh, who this motherfucker who looked like a villain? <laughs> he looked like he a low-key villain, like a motherfucking mob boss. I'm like, I like this one. At the time, he was the number 10 hero. Um, I don't know what his ranking is now with the I don't remember um where he moved up after. Um, all might's um, you know, departure from the top top ten, but yeah, it, it it we are at an aquarium, and guess who's all there? A lot of the aquatic like uh quirkies are such as frothy and them, so yep. super super dope. Oh, also I do want to give Momo her her props. I forgot to give her props in regards to the arena that's holding Shigaraki. We're seeing her her like really being used to to maintain a fucking floating prison <laughs> like she everybody's crucial everybody's crucial i appreciate that you said that um a because one person in the comment section i saw on timeline um they said that they're not a fan how some of the class 1a characters are on the sideline and more uh, uh, more of the heroes are more in the forefront but it's like, what do you mean class one in the sideline? Each student is being useful to their potential. Momo is literally used for her abilities to make stuff that cannot be get from other countries because 
of the war that's going on and how the other countries don't want to be useful. So right now, Momo is one of the most useful persons right now. Yes, she's not fighting the league, but she's been useful in a different place where she's being here to contain the dome to keep our boy Shigi not to cause more damage. So it makes sense why other people and other characters are here in other spots because they're being used for their full potential. Because one of the comments I saw that Momo should be fighting to represent the fallen, a.k.a. her master or her sensei, a.k.a. Midnight. But I'm like, yes, that makes sense. But she's also helping to keep Shiggy and I kill other people down below. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's also a big importance. Yeah, for me, I, I look, for those who have an issue, I just implore you to, to take a step back and to just not actually go back and review, but just go to your memory and look back on the history of this series. Not everyone is going to be a combatant. Not everyone is going to fight. Um, one of the things that we, I feel like everyone should have learned by now is the creativity and versatility of quirks. You know, there are some abilities and like, how do you, how do you use this? How is it applicable? And um, we've seen it. And in this case, I know because Momo is one of the smartest in the class, right? Yep. And we've seen her fight in training arcs and whatnot before. We know that she is she she can she can throw hands when she needs to. We know that she can go toe to toe with with people. But we're at a stage where, like, yo, people who who can fight, who have the quirks to fight, we need that. Other people, we need your quirks for other things. Such exactly. She's, I don't want to use the word infinite because we know she's she has a limit, right? But she is a very rich resource. Like you mentioned, they, that they're cut off from because the entire world is like, yo, we saw what that motherfucker did to the U.S., to the U.S. number one hero. But we're going to um, stay and, back and y'all do your thing. And we got villains like popping up because, you know, all for one, he, he, be, he, be, checking, he be checking his list. Checking it twice, three times, four times. That motherfucker Santa Claus, right? He's like, I got villains for all y'all motherfuckers, so y'all don't interfere, bro. Without Momo, without Momo, this this plan does not work. This this floating prison doesn't work. They are screwed. This floating, they could probably get a floating prison going, but it's likely like a one time, a one shot thing. Like, yo, we this is our our trump card. We use this prison, we have to hit this motherfucker in one shot. But because of Momo, as you saw, we can replenish, replenish lost uh, material, you know? Like they said, it was like, oh, panels, one A and then six F, they're down. Let's Boom. replenish, let's keep it, let's keep it. Basically, <laughs> this is a floating prison that can constantly replenish health. <laughs> like, that's dope, that's dope. So, and you have a character like Momo to catalyze that. But again, everybody is everybody is crucial. If they're not throwing hands, they're still being crucial. And that's what I want everybody to understand when it comes to My Hero Academia. You might not see your, your beloved character throw hands. I love Froppy. Exactly. Thank you for that comment. She may she may not fight. I may not see Froppy fight. We really haven't seen Froppy fight for most of this series. And that's fine. Because whatever they use, use her, 
I trust Horikoshi to utilize her in a way that's like, yeah, this is going to use her her talent in a way that's going to be very beneficial to the overall cult. So, you know, just it's just something that you gotta accept. I think was it in chapter 344, was it where that hero told Abu one of the best comments uh to him. And I felt like it was perfectly said that since I was little, people have said you would never be a superhero with that quirk. It's one man for a supporting role for a bit player. And then he said, this operation will fail unless everyone plays their part. There's no such thing as a bit player. You have been and always will be a star. That's saying that no matter who you are in this battle, in this war, you are playing an important key, a.k.a. Albemonoma, a girl right there, they're doing each their own key role. Albemonoma, he's doing the warp quirk and the racer quirk, both both taking turns, and that's a lot. He had to learn each quirk within less than five days because he commented, wait, you're telling me I have to learn this in a few days? A few means five days max. So that means he learned two quirks in less than five days. That is a huge props and steps that you have to do. And, and keep in mind, when it came to Sergeant Joe, keep in mind, when it came to that warp court, it's not like him just warping one people. He warped the whole squad in and, and then warped both the squads, all the heroes, and villains to several locations spread out all over the place. That's a feat that nobody could do very easily in just days. Look, look, guys, we're not going to see everybody fight, but we're going to see people utilize a quirk, and they deserve their motherfucking props for that shit. They deserve their motherfucking props for that shit. Because that's ridiculous. You're asking a kid to master an ability, not, not just for himself, but to transfer a whole army Mm-hmm. To two armies, two armies, <laughs> two armies, <laughs> various locations on the battlefield. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a venture off to say like there's at least five different locations that he had to send him to. I believe so. That's yeah, I believe so. And we, I don't like the character because his personality is annoying. But that I'm same. I hate him. I've been hating him, and I think somebody else in the series. But Hori is the first time that actually made me like it because he's useful. And he and he's being cocky for a reason, and he understands and so like, yo, this quirk I have just copies, yeah, and you actually was you useful, and like that's a feat alone that nobody could use. Like you literally help everyone accomplish this mission. You separate the demon lord, or for one, you separate Shiggy, and you separate the other leagues, and do their own thing. So that's a feat alone, and you're also using eraser quirk to cancel the whole decay. That's something that not much anybody could do. Because look at it. Just just look at it. We we know that everybody, you know, when they utilize their quirks, they have limitations. It's, it's inevitable. Or else they'd be too OP. We know Eraser, Eraser Head has uh, has limitations because his eyes drop. He constantly has to water his eyes. Look at, look at Horikoshi giving us someone who utilizes water as a quirk to, to circumvent that that uh right like boys are literally just standing there he's just watering his eyes that's all he's doing like hey i got one job and one job only to make sure your eyes stay hydrated so you can keep them open that's it that's legitimately it 
and, and that's fuck with. and that's simple mm-hmm. but you're causing it so i love mm-hmm. how each character mm-hmm. even on book kirishima wait is it in the kirishima oh yes yes boy. boy no it's um is it kirishima red right yeah red right yeah. um but um, uh yeah whatever that, uh, he's another character that I'm, not, I'm i don't hate him but it's just like look at him having a time of his motherfucking he's life. charging it and he's happy Boy, we always were like, yo, this guy uses his ability and he's a he's a one trick one. He's a one now we over here where he can go off and he he got unlit. Yo, this man is flexing right now. He's, he's flexing. <laughs> he has grown his quirk in a great way because before because back- he has a huge output. Yeah, and people used to underestimate that like back in season one, he did a huge output and got stupid. Now he's doing a huge output and is controlling it very well. And he's doing it for the class. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, um, you know, again, because it's all about strategy. We're seeing a lot of combinations. If they are working, you know, there's what four people who are serving yeah, as four. Like, energy sources. Whether it's one of those four or another hero or um, equipment to help him circumvent that 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 loophole in his ability, because it, it's like, yo, so you basically just do. A supernova blast, and then you you down for count. You know, you done. <laughs> you let off. You use one Pikachu Thunderbolt, and you, and you done. You know, but it's dope to see that he's he's out there flourishing. He's being crucial. You know, people might say like, "Yo, we could use that attack. He, we could use that ability in the fight." And what will it do for you? You see how it's more applicable here, right? You see how he's he's getting more usage here. That's again. That's something that you should expect from everyone. So don't 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 get too upset if you see one of your beloved characters be like, "Yo, you know they they should be getting this. They should be." Horikoshi know what the fuck he doing. He know what the fuck he doing. Just just trust him. Just trust him. I hundred percent agree with that. So like, I'm I'm happy that each character are doing what they're doing. Yes, we have not seen other characters like Miro, like where they're at, and what other characters doing on the streets. But guess what? This is a whole war. Everything gets told in different side times with each chapter being told bit by bit. So we will transition to Spinner, to this other character, to, to the other league, to Davi and Shoto. We haven't seen where they're at right now. So we will see what's going on with their fight too. So their fight is what I'm looking forward to. But at the same time, Hori will tell us his story. A lot of people are worried it's because He's planning to end this. He's planning to end the series this year. So we probably have less than 40 chapters to go. But guess what? We just gotta have trust and faith. And if it's not perfect the way you want it, guess what? You didn't tell the story. It's not your series. It's horrid. And if it didn't come out as what you wanted, again, not your story. So I'm very happy how it's going. Can't wait for the next couple of chapters because we're about to reach 350 and we're coming close to the end in in less than 40 or so chapters to end off with the series. And if it ends next year, all right, he has more time to tell and he has more time to add what he believes is right for the story. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. that's my last thoughts for my hero. How about you, Abe? Hey, this my hero straight guys. Y'all y'all know what it is. It's straight guys. Every week we just be like, oh shit, like, let's get it popping. And this is leading to a very, very I'm excited for it. Shout out to Horikoshi for real, for real. Um, really killing that motherfucker. And shout out to all the fans who have been supportive. Um, 
you know, I was out here saying, you know, you guys got to buy the Undead Unluck manga. Look, I don't own any copies of My Hero just because I it was one of those series that I enjoyed. But I was like, yeah, what really, to me, the, the very enjoyable moments of My Hero have come um, since the War Liberation arc and on. Um, but of course, I'm not about to start collecting mangas around that that time. I would start from the beginning. So at some point, it's definitely going to be a collection that I start. Um, but yeah, shout out to the fans. Shout out to everybody who's been fucking with this series and who continue to show love. Um, whether you're manga only, whether you're anime only, whether you're both, shout out to y'all for real. I agree. I can't complain on that. So without further ado, um, that was I was my hero academia discussion of chapter. 347 um so chapter of the week of this weekly issue of 15 a weekly show to jump apes and i know you read one piece and other series are you gonna give it to one piece for this week oh, um shoot no nah, i i won't give it to one piece just because you know <laughs> a lot of people be giving it to one piece and, and i don't want to give it to one piece so one piece was enjoyable um i really don't have any chapter to give it to just because uh, there's been so many um, series that I kind of let uh, build up in chapters, so I'm definitely going to binge it. But I did want to take this moment just to acknowledge Dr. Stone, uh, which concluded last week. And mm-hmm. um, it's been one of my favorite series since it started in Shonen Jump. And to see it conclude, um, my overall thoughts, it's been an enjoyable ride. It's been a nice change of pace in regards to the Shonen material that I consume. Agree, um, and I definitely, definitely fucking appreciate it. So, um, you know, I'm definitely gonna catch up on more of my reads, such as I've been, li- yeah, I've been letting Sakamoto days, um, Mission Yuzukura family, Elusive Samurai, uh, Yashimon, Zoran, uh, Zoran, and basically all of them build up. So, I'm excited to binge that over the next uh, couple of days. Same. Uh, for me, my chapter of the week of Weekly Shonen Jump issue 15 is My Hero Academia. I have not read One Piece. Uh, I love My Hero uh, for, for this week's chapter because it's, you know, like we did discuss for the past 40 or so minutes of uh, My Hero. I really enjoy for what they brought in this chapter. I I can't wait to see what's happening for next week and the next couple of weeks. This chapter of issue 16 will be coming out this Friday and JJK does return, so I can't wait to see what JJK in Utah brings up, and um, I hope Gadget is feeling well as well because there was supposed to be a chapter planned today, but it got unexpected push because he's not feeling well, so give your best wishes to Gadget because I hope he is feeling much better, and for for now, hey, we have 19 votes for the uh, for the series to replace Black Clover. Number one, it's Sakamoto Days with 53%. Number two, it's Mission Jurassic Family with 16%. And Ayashiman, the number three, 21%. And number four is Elusive Samurai with 11%. Y'all not fucking with Elusive Samurai like that? I take I take offense. I take offense. Uh, you know what? I'm leaving this platform. Y'all not seeing this. Y'all, y'all. But, um... Hey, I fuck with Sakamoto Days too, so I wouldn't mind actually covering that too. So shout out to all of y'all. Make sure, please, uh, I know we should have said this at some point. Please can like the video. Um, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the to the channel. 
check us out, especially on Twitch. You know, um, we are are we live streaming on Twitch right now too? I did not today. Um, I did not do that today. You know uh, what? This man make me look like a fool. Forget forget everything I said. Just like, subscribe, support us on all platforms. You know how we do. Um, I'm completely down with with covering Sakamoto days from now on for Post Black Culture. It, it's I've I've been enjoying it, and I actually have that pre-order too. <laughs> I think uh, volume one drops next month, April, and I have that. I have the first three uh, volumes pre-ordered. So. That's another one that I enjoy. So, yeah, I'm down for that. Appreciate all yes. you guys for voting. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for voting, the support. If you also don't follow us on social media, tw- um, twitter.com slash anime lately. That's where you find um, the brand name. And that's where you can find all the current votes that we actually guys news, updates of the channel, and updates of the content-wise. And, yes, Alvis, um, we highly suggest for you to read Sacramento Days. If you read, If you read the first three chapters, you continue to love it, the art. The, the story is good and the spreads are amazing as well so it's it's a series that we might be reviewing i would let the team know of what a lot of people did vote on i'll take a screenshot and see what happens but if it, i was going to give you a pitch for why you should read sakamoto days a, a very short pitch this is what i would say sakamoto days is pleasantly misleading in the sense that you expect it to be a very wholesome, you know, cute kind of family story of a man who's just out here trying to live his best life with his with his family. Similar to what you would expect with Way of the House Husband, right? Yeah, except we get a good amount of action and actual story. <laughs> like, don't don't be fooled now. Don't be fooled now. My man may be working at a grocery store with his family, but we get hands. We see fights. We see people die. Yes. Those hands, <laughs> those hands be coming out. Yo, so if you fucking love action, if you love uh, uh, interesting story, if you love fun, eccentric, quirky characters, oh, yeah, keep that shit. Keep that shit. Or if you want to wait until we start covering it, because, I mean, we'll probably do um an overall general recap of of the first what 50 chapters i don't know how we'll go about that but we'll we'll definitely do a general recap and then just dive in if you want to dive in with us at that point definitely go for it because that that should be that should be enjoyable as hell Agreed. so shout out to all those who fuck with sakamoto days agree so abe like you like you spoke to the people to the fans of twitch and everything where can people find you um, you can find me honestly everywhere. Um, I am I'm existing on in some short some shape or fashion. So find me on Twitch at Prince underscore A Lawa A L A W A L. I am a streamer. Um, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. I actually am going to stream in a couple of hours today. I'm going to play a different game just to give Dead by Daylight a break. I've been so obsessed. Um, but I also play Smite. I play. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm adding Fortnite back into the rotation. Oh, Fortnite! Oh, shit. <laughs> after so many years, I read that little Fortnite that's coming back into into, into the into the um hey, rotation. If you um, want to play Apex, I'll play with your Apex. Fortnite, nah, Apex I, I be fucking me up, dog. I, I be getting my ass beat. Apex is sweaty as shit. They be beating my ass. That I. People have made me delete Apex twice. I'm, I'm I'll play Fortnite 
but I will only be good at shooting. So I'll play with you, but I'm not good at the. Uh, I'm not good was, at the whole building and the whole structure. Me neither. I can give you if you give me ten minutes, I'll give you four walls in the roof. I will definitely do that for you. Give me ten minutes, but um, it just seems like that's me. Fortnite I'm just good at shooting. That's it. Used to be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitch. Yeah, I'm I'm known as the Mad Prince over there. Um, I'm known as a lot of things over there on Twitch. Please don't believe everything you hear. Um. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, same handle, Prince underscore A-L-A-W-A-L. Uh, you can find me on Spotify under the Ocean A podcast. It's been on hiatus um, so far in 2022, uh, but it should be making a return most likely next month. And we're going to um, get back to our roots in terms of how we um, share our shit. Uh, of course, anime lately. Every Sunday and Thursday, you can check them out. Um, careful for spoilers every Friday. Um, Spicy Lady Gaming, please check her out on Twitch. Um, she's a W streamer, um, big time. We love Spicy Lady over here. Um, Maya Naka Mixer, you know, they are currently, they dropped an episode the last few weeks of the Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll Awards. Um, so go peep that. I know if you listen to anime lately, they did their own as well. So check out my Naka Mixers here there. But um, they are also on a, on a short hiatus, really. Everybody's just so busy with life. What other projects am I involved in? Um, yeah, if you love all sports, check out Austin Abe. And from there, you'll see more podcasts. Like I'm part of a basketball podcast and shit. At this yeah. point, what don't I do? Check out oh, Shade of Red. Oh, yeah, Shade, Shade of Red, too. All of Abe's links are down below in the link tree. That's where you can yeah. find him and his handles, his podcast in the mind. Oh, universe. apparently you have a TikTok now. That's too. You do have a TikTok too, yeah. I deleted the old one and made a new one. I actually have to go add some more videos to it. So follow me on TikTok. I forget the handle, but it's in my link tree. So if you can find my link tree, you can find all my shit. Um, awesome. But yeah. So the Mad Prince, Son of Dark Side, Kang Barrier. And you guys can find me at Legendary Vash everywhere else. I appreciate you guys for watching and like, comment, subscribe. If you like what we do, if you like what we talk about, if you like us and the team itself, please enjoy our content and just share it to your friends, families, to your grandmother, to your uncle, to your long lost brother um, or sister around the world. So, you know, share it. You know, this is how you guys could connect to each other and just reunite as a family. You know, we are, are all the Nakama. And lastly, if you are a Star Wars fan, go check out the Careful Spoilers channel tomorrow. Not sure what time I'm dropping, probably 9 or 10 a.m. Um, EST. So definitely a Star Wars content will be dropping tomorrow on the Careful Spoilers channel. So please go check that out. It's myself and Chris, roughly less than 40 minutes long. And if you guys want more of that, comment down below because I'd be lovely to know that you guys want more content of Star Wars. If you guys could possibly get that like twice a month. but it's all on you guys and your feedback. I appreciate that very much. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.